Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Voice of the Wilderness online radio show. Uh, tonight it's going to be me and my dad um, talking about the conference that we are um, at this weekend. Uh, here, the Watchmen in Dallas, Texas, and uh, my dad's on the line now. How's it going, Dad? That's going good. I hope there isn't too much background noise down here. It isn't too bad, I don't think. Uh, there's a little bit, but it's not too bad. Okay. So why don't you just start us out, uh, tell us what has stood out to you. Well, what stood out to me about the conference was the uh, a very intimate thing that happened at the very beginning where all the husbands, the, ones, the, the speakers that have, uh, that are married... Um, sat up there, and uh, there were some questions that were asked, and the mic would pass down from couple to couple, and it was just, it was, uh, it was just amazing because you know, seeing how these men loved their wives and how their wives respected their husbands, and it, that was a really moving thing for me. I guess that was probably, honestly, uh, one of the most impactful things. Uh, uh, I think. Also, uh, listening to Russ Dizdar um, speak about just the sheer numbers of those that are being used um, for the dark side, that was a real eye-opener for me. Uh, tons of good good messages and good preachers and uh, just absolute tons of information. Almost, I would have said it would have took a couple a couple more days to do that same amount of information would have been nicer for me because it was so compacted into a weekend. It was almost overwhelming. Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing was uh, uh, Sunday morning worship with Paul Bagley. Um, I guess that would have been, uh, and then seeing all the people come forward for uh, to accept the Lord, um, that was a real powerful thing for me. Back to you. Amen. Um, yeah, Russ Dizdar was very powerful, um, and uh, with the the uh, marriage uh, questions, question and answer session was really powerful, too. Even for someone like me that's not married, who's single, uh, I think I still learned a lot from it, just about uh, <clears throat> what marriage is like and the do's and don'ts, and um, really just, I learned so much, it's almost kind of hard right now to... Uh, to uh, remember mm-hmm. some of the highlights just because it's like so much information to try to remember. But um, yeah, every single speaker was amazing. Um, for anybody listening to this who has an interest in Bible prophecy, got to try to make it to the next one. There's no way you'll be disappointed. Um, you know, Paul Bagley was amazing. He was just, he was on fire. Um, uh, Derek Gilbert had some uh, amazing info to bring to the table about the um, the fallen ones and the uh, the Amorites and and Middle Eastern um, history and uh, it was just amazing um, and Josh Tolley uh, was really amazing too just his perspective on. Um, the modern uh, family and how um, the average husband only gets 19 minutes to spend with his wife um, every day because people are so busy these days working so many hours a week trying to pay the bills 
that they don't have time to um, have a good marriage and um, spend time with their kids. And um, so we see that as the uh, economy falls apart and gets worse and worse, that it affects um, everything else in life, including the family and people's marriages. And that's why we're seeing so much divorce. And um, so basically as we see uh, this country um, come under judgment from God, and of course we know we have a reprieve right now, but um, as things get worse and worse, um, it affects all areas of life um, because the blessing of God is slowly going away. Amen. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really interesting to see the confirmation from all of these people that have their uh, their finger on the pulse of of what's going on. Just how late in the game we are, folks. Uh, the enemy is uh, bringing bringing to fruition all types of manners of uh, pestilence and and uh, uh, perversion and. I guess there's there was a couple things that there there wasn't really much that I because we study this stuff so much that I uh, can't say that I learned a ton. However, I think there was a ton to learn. Um, if I would have been more alert, you know, it, it's hard when you're uh, when you fly into these things to be able to uh, to bask in uh, all, all the information. I mean, I would have to listen to what Derek presented three times to. Uh, to really gather it because it was so much, uh, but yeah, there was a ton of information there. But I guess the uh, the one thing that rocked my world was just uh, the economics with uh, Reagan. Reagan gave uh, the telephone had, number well, you have dialed is temporarily not in service. El número de teléfono que usted ha marcado temporalmente no está en servicio. Message three, switch three nine zero. Never had that happen before. The telephone number you have dialed is temporarily not in service. El número de teléfono que usted ha marcado temporalmente no está en servicio. Message. Sorry. Sorry about that, folks. The telephone number you have dialed is temporarily not in service. El número de teléfono que usted ha marcado temporalmente no está en servicio. Message ah, 3. Switch 390. Are you there? Oh, I'm going to call my dad back. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, the uh, conference was amazing. Um, and like my dad said, you'd have to listen to Derek Gilbert's presentation probably three times to really understand it. Um and, uh, of course, he's coming out with a new book um, called, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but anyways, bringing my dad back on. Hey, you're back there on. There you sorry. are. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Copy? Oh, uh, I tried I tried calling Matt, and it uh, totally screwed everything up. Okay, can we just just go with yeah, what we're we got here? Gonna, we're just going to stick with the two of us, so sorry about that. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, what I was saying was, is uh, Derek uh, had so much information in his teaching that 
I would have had to take notes and have a whole day just on what he taught to to track with it and follow with it. Incredible amount of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm going to have to get his book just to be able to uh, – I'm fascinated how it goes. It, it ties so uh, clearly into the scriptures of the judgment on uh, on the – how do I say it? Amorites. Uh, uh, Amorites, thank you. Am- and, and how you can trace that back, how he was explaining how it traces back to uh, the Titans and, and, and just, uh, I don't want to get into it because I can't, I can't really articulate it, but tons of information. But I think the thing that really floored me, uh, maybe not from a learning standpoint, but just from an awareness level, was when that uh, older gentleman at the end explained just how far in debt we are that it can't be fixed and that uh, the U.S. government says – that uh, within 12 days people would be uh, into cannibalism. That just blows my mind. Yeah, that really blew my mind too, um, John Reagan. Uh, He said also that the food supply anywhere in the United States will run out in three days. And Mm -hmm. uh, he also also showed that for one person to, to sustain themselves and survive off of a uh, hunter-gatherer uh, lifestyle of just uh, gat hunting and gathering and, and eating, or killing and eating deer and squirrels and you know eating uh, edible plants or whatever. Each person would need 10 square miles to do that, and you take um, populated areas like Dallas County, for instance, where we're at right now. Um, and you look at the population, which I think it was something like 28 million or something like that, and and the uh, square miles is like 900 square miles. So there's no mm-hmm. possible way that everyone can survive. No, you and, can't. You can't. You can't forage that. You can't do. It can't be mm-hmm. done. Exactly. And there's a lot of people that think, oh well, I'm just gonna head for the hills and go and uh, go live in the woods and and live off the land and just hunt deer and and catch a few fish out of the creek and that survival will be so easy but they have no idea that uh, the ecosystem's dying from fukushima from the bees dying off um, from cell phones and all of these radio waves and uh, our ecosystem is on a thin line right now and it's getting so close to the whole ecosystem just completely uh, dying and um, the Bible even prophesies that in the book of Habakkuk that uh, there will come a day when there will no longer be any beasts of the field left alive and there won't be any uh, fruit on the on the fruit trees or or, you know any any uh, fruits or vegetables or anything like that that you can eat uh, because the ecosystem is is just going to die and so yeah uh, it's it's going to make it very hard to survive uh the the bottom line is is people do not have a uh, an absolute clue what we're entering into exactly not even a clue yep I guess that's really all I've got to say about it because here's the thing, folks. When you come to one of these events, it, it affects you. It has an impact on you. And I'm 
not going to lie to you, I'm a bit overwhelmed from the information that we received and also the emotional, um, you know, it, it, it was a tearjerker for me. I'm not really an emotional guy, but uh, I, I just found a lot of this to, uh, to be very emotional, uh, hard to take. Um, also, an immense amount of energy came out of my my being to uh, through uh, the the cause and effect the good things from the concert had on me. You know, there's uh, there's, it's not always uh, tears of sorrow. It can be tears of joy too. So it was a uh, real flux of, of both of those things. And it's, it's emotionally draining and uh, uh, very, very difficult to process the, the, the absolute, you know, when you come to one of these things and you really are faced with the culmination of where we're at, it's overwhelming. So, all I can say, folks, is uh, get right and uh, and uh, grow a garden. I think I would put even more emphasis, and I think this is going to help me uh, want to prep more, and uh, uh, it's going to cause me to want to uh, definitely be ready uh, as much as I can physically be and as much as I can spiritually be for for what's soon coming around the corner. So unless you unless you have some things that you can ask me some questions that you can ask me that's that's about all I can uh, come up with all right well that sounds good i'm going to um just uh finish out the the show with a little bit of scripture here i love you guys all right love you too all right um going back to um habakkuk Chapter 3, uh, verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hind's feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places amen so there there you have it there will be there will be no um uh fruits or vegetables um left to eat there will be no uh deers left to hunt or anything like that at that point the only thing you'll have is what you've prepared for and also uh what the lord himself can provide for you in those days um, when the three and a half tri- uh, year tribulation comes. And so you got to be prepared for it. Um, and also I'd like to read Psalms 91. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. 
A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation. Amen and amen. Um, Also, I'd like to talk a little bit about... um, Michael Lake and his presentation that he had and uh, how he talked about how um, taking the Lord's name in vain isn't just um, cursing with his name or, or taking it in vain as one usually would, but he taught us that it is also a matter of... Um, claiming to be a Christian and um, and being a hypocrite and not um, living the way that you should under his name and that is that is very true and that was uh, uh, very interesting to learn also um, Michael Boldia had a very great message of um, repentance and he brought up a very good point that even if you know everything there is to know about prophecy and what's going to happen in the end times and you're totally prepared for it physically, um, if you're not prepared spiritually and you're not, if you're not right with God and you're not living in repentance and holiness as he asked you to live in his word, then when trouble comes and you try calling out to him, he won't answer you if you're not right with him. And um, that's one thing I talked about last week is that um, the Bible says that uh, in Isaiah that those that don't live right, those that are hypocrites, that live in open, unrepentant sin, um, God will not hear your prayers when you call out to him if you're living like that. It specifically says that your sins have kept God from hearing your prayers and that's why it says in the book of James that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much so we must be living right in these last days it is of the utmost importance and uh, even though many teach that you can live however you want and still make it to heaven that is not true So that's it for tonight's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll definitely be doing a longer show next Sunday. So uh, see you all next week.